Hello and welcome to Thought Architecture and my name is Justin. So let's just jump into it. So uh, this this um, this podcast episode is just a little bit of a, uh, mm, a little bit of a reaction, I guess, with a message. So very simply put, I like it when things work in accordance with the way that they were built. Okay, so part of this is and part of thought architecture is looking at what are the natural ways that the body works? What is the natural way that the mind works? What are natural ways that communities work? Or how can we complement the existing structure of the brain, the body, the mind, etc., rather than going against it? You know, rather than pushing our will over it and really exhausting a lot of energy, what can we do that just naturally complements how things respond? Okay. So in saying this, the cannon fodder that I'm going to use for this audio is going to be Jay Shetty. And uh, I'm very open about telling people I'm not a fan. I am not a fan of Jay Shetty. I'm sure he's got his reasons and he's got his things. But the very simple point is that he came under scrutiny uh, a while ago, you know, a couple of years maybe, I think about plagiarizing, where he was just posting quotes that were other people's quotes and putting his name underneath. Now, that's not to say that you can't do that or whatever, but as someone making, you know, a lot of money from wisdom and insights and intellect and things like this, I found it a pretty shady thing to do. It's fine. I'm not buying any of his courses or anything like that. So, and I'm not necessarily like, uh, you know, condemning him in any regard, but I feel that people who listen to him deserve better, deserve more than that, you know? Um, and my, my wife said, you know, like maybe just, you know, invitation to consider that maybe this is just a rebellious teenager in me saying like, you're famous, so I don't like you, or whatever the case may be. But a recent thing that he did was, um, it's, it's basically about not giving credit where credit is due. So this came up recently again when he talked about it um, on the Russell Brand show, he talked about a video that he made recently called The Cookie Thief. And once again, there was no head nod to the original. The original was done, it's a poem by Valerie Cox. I believe it was in Chicken Soup for the Soul. And it's, um, it's a story um, of a woman waiting at the airport, got cookies, um, reading a book, man sitting beside her, grabs a cookie, um, and starts eating it. And so she's like, I'm so nice. I'm not going to confront this guy. But he keeps taking cookies. She keeps taking cookies. And at the end, he split the last cookie in half and shared it with her. And she was like all in, enraged. And then she boarded the plane, took her seat, and she looked for her book. And it turns out that uh, the cookies were right next to her book. So she was like, oh, these are these are my cookies then. The others were his and he was actually sharing. So I'm actually the, the cookie thief, not him. And so the finishing lines of this poem were, how many times in our lives have we absolutely known that something was a certain way only to discover later that what we believed to be true was not? The very simple point that both of these authors, Jay Shetty and his uh, you know, plagiarization, if you want to go that far, and Valerie Cox are trying to put forward is obviously like challenge your assumptions. I would really, I'd, I'm triggered a lot by this. Very simply put, because if you see a problem, say something. Okay. 
When we are talking about humans being social animals, the very simple point about humans being social animals is that communication, more often than not, can override perspective. That's simple. Communication overrides perspective. So you can have a certain perspective as much as you like. That's fine. And if you have to challenge your own perspective, you've got to do a lot of what my friend calls mental gymnastics, mental Tai Chi to kind of, you know, push the perspective away and step around the perspective. Yes, that's fine. But you know what's an easier way to get there is just talking to someone and communicating. So very simply put, in this situation, in this situation of the cookie thief at the airport, if the woman had just... The first time the man took a cookie, if the woman had communicated and communicated in a certain way, just being like, are those your cookies or my cookies? You know, I'm sorry, you know, did you just take one of my cookies? And he says, no, actually, these are mine. And then she's like, what? No, wait, really? And then she looks in her bags and she finds out, oh, I've got these cookies. And she can make a host of decisions around that one interaction had she decided to communicate. Okay. There are cultural norms about holding your tongue in certain situations which is fine. There's nothing wrong with inhibiting communication. You know, we actually have a muscle in the executive functioning of our brain, which inhibits um, our, our thoughts, our actions, stops us from doing stupid things. Okay. So learning to control communication is great, but that's the whole point is that having certain skills of communication, how comfortable are you speaking up in a moment of silence with a stranger? How comfortable are you setting up a boundary with someone in an awkward situation? How comfortable are you calling out an awkward situation? And so exercising these skills leads you to a point where you don't have to challenge your perspectives. And actually, it's better for both of you. So I want you to think about the cookie thief, the man in the, the story who was actually sharing his cookies with this woman who was so angry and frustrated. Had the man just communicated and say like, oh, uh, sorry, why are you taking my cookies? Do you, are you hungry? Do you want a cookie? You know, like I'm, I'm happy to share, you know, and she, if he challenged that woman. So in that situation with two people, both of them face the responsibility of communication. Neither of them communicated, which is just silly in my mind that, oh, the man, you know, shows kindness. Well, great. Good for him. He's exercised a lot of kindness. How many people do you know um, or how many situations have you been in where kindness was abused? Okay, so just showing kindness leaves you with half a pack of cookies and an angry person. You know, sure, at the end, she felt really bad for it. She learned a lesson, whatever. But had he communicated and showed kindness as well, very different results. And it's a very different community and social result as well. So coming back to this very salient point, okay, we are talking about this idea that communication can drive relationships a lot stronger than perspective. Communication is a sequence of muscles to exercise and it's worth exercising because ultimately it can, it can sidestep us away from issues of frustration, anger. It can also get us more in tune with the communities around us, with how different people think, how different people perceive things, and abandoning this idea of right and wrong. I think I've said in previous uh, episodes, I do not believe in right and wrong. 
I do not. I do not believe in this moral code of this is right and this is wrong. I believe in better or worse, absolutely. I believe in um, this idea of acceptable and unacceptable, you know, in terms of if we are saying that, oh, you know, so if you don't believe in right or wrong, so I can just murder people. I'm like, no, that's unacceptable. You are diminishing a community by doing that. You are acting in accordance with things that don't benefit people. So that's not to say that I am morally, um, you know, dead or something like that. It's something very controversial I like to say to people in the past, you know, like, oh, I'm morally numb, um, just to kind of get a reaction out of them. But the truth is, is that to say that, you know, there's a right and a wrong way to do something is irrelevant. But there's always a chance to, number one, develop your skills, your muscles, which means that you benefit other people. Simple, done. When you are able to communicate well, you are able to help people manage their emotional content. So if the man had communicated, he would have helped that woman not feel the emotions of anger, frustration with this man stealing her cookies. Sidestep that straight away. I don't need to tell you the host of chemicals that come up when someone's angry and frustrated. You've got a rise in blood pressure, right? Uh, heart rates, beats per minute. You're also talking about respiration rates. You're talking about elevated levels of cortisol, perhaps even adrenaline. And so the point is, is that in those situations, like if you constantly perceive things like this, you are going to actually shorten your own lifespan. You're going to take a lot of pleasure out of your own life because of how you are acting, okay? Because of the results of something. And it's much easier to defeat that with communication than it is with shifts in perspective. And if that woman had communicated and she took responsibility for that communication, um, she's looking after herself. But in that case, if the man had communicated better, he would have looked after her as well. And so the very simple point is the better we are at communicating, the more muscles that we know how to, com how to utilize to a, a high degree of proficiency, the more we can save other people around us from feeling these terrible emotions, from, from you know, making huge mistakes in decisions and actions. You know, how many people do you think this woman in the airport, when she stormed away from this, this situation of a man stealing her cookies, before she found the cookies in her bag while she was seating it in the plane, uh, seated in the plane, you know, how many people did she interact with where maybe she bumped someone and she was like in such a bad mood, she didn't turn around and apologize with a smile on her face, putting that person in a bad mood and a cascade of bad moods occurred. Sp speaking to the person, checking her boarding pass, her passport, you know, um, looking at another person, maybe cutting in line, not understanding that person wasn't cutting, but actually had gone away and come back before she had seen him uh, leave. So there is this concept that a better communicator uh, creates better understanding and has a wider impact on just themselves. And so spending time and investing time into levels of communication is important. And that's why like, I do believe, coming back to this point of Jay Shetty, in my opinion, he's a poor communicator. Why? He's a very poor communicator. He might be good looking, well spoken, you know, like have the history of like, oh, I used to be a monk and now I'm just trying to help people, you know, put more wisdom into the world. That's great. 
Point number three, context is king. This is the principle of the human operating system. For you just to receive a point of wisdom with no reference as to what situation it helps is irrelevant. It becomes as useless, you know, as uh, I want to say something rude, but I'm going to avoid it. It just becomes very useless. Um, I hope you appreciate that I'm trying to make every effort not to swear and curse on this on this podcast episode. And I do that because you never know who's listening, right? Um, Jay Shetty doesn't necessarily um, give you context for wisdoms. It's so vague that it becomes irrelevant. Number one, okay? Number two is that there's no dissemination of wisdom in saying this wisdom is better than this wisdom because there's no uh, destination, there's no purposeful goal, there's no vector. You know, where are we going as a species, you know? And so, very simply put, if it comes down to personal responsibility, well then, how do we kind of talk to others? How do we understand others? And that's what a lot of the, the public discourse is nowadays with politics, you know? I take care of this. I'm not taking care of you or something like that. Where it's this idea of like, I did the work, I developed, I've consumed these articles, I've seen the research, I've seen this. You, you know, like, why are you making these dumb decisions, these dumb choices? It starts, it starts creating anger, frustration, etc. And we do have a problem at the moment where, you know, people who are reading, let's say, self-help books, people who are going on this, this course of uh, empowering themselves in trying to make their, themselves better, fall into this trap of, but I'm doing it and you're not. I know better than you, you know, I used to be like you, but now I'm better. And that's an incredibly divisive mindset to have because not everybody is in a position where they can afford to do this financially, emotionally, uh, time-wise, you know, in, in their journey, they're in a, their journey in a certain path. And so it just becomes this idea of, are we dividing people or are we unifying people? And I find that indirectly, um, Jay Shetty and the ilk around this type of thing, which are motivational speakers who tell you just to be happy, you know, they don't necessarily give you tools to understand your own context, what is right, what is wrong, what is appropriate. And they don't give you the warnings of like, be careful not to separate yourself from others. You know, this idea of cutting toxic people out of your life. You know, I, I have a big issue with this because you can't make that kind of statement without first assessing how frequently do you see these people? Are you just tired of speaking to someone who just literally needs an ear? You know, what about communicating to them and saying, listen, I really want to help you, but right now I don't have the energy to, to, you know, to be your ear. I need to look after myself first. Can we talk or um, next week? Can we rearrange this? Learning to balance yourself, learning to harmonize yourself so that you can be there for other people who just need it. So that you can be, you know, an inspiration for people or you can be the medium that puts people together with ideas, with other um, points of view, with other materials, whatever it is. So there's this very simple concept of developing yourself and in developing yourself. You understand that you are developing yourself. In this, in this episode, we're talking about communication, developing yourself with communication, so that the community is stronger, 
that other people are better as well. And communicating is not a simple matter of like, yes, we're all one, it's fantastic, all is love, you know, namaste. It's more this idea of you need to be comfortable putting up boundaries and telling people no, but you don't have to do it in a way that's aggressive. Yes, you need to be able to go to an aggressive place when someone is persistent and not getting the message. You need to be able to turn up the strength of things to match the situation. But you need to first have an awareness of what the situations are. What does it look like? What do people respond to? A person could seem aggressive, but they respond to very subtle cues of, no, this is a boundary. And they say, oh, okay, sorry, I appreciate that. But a person could be very soft and not respond to even stronger cues. And you have to get quite aggressive with them to say, stop doing this, please. I'm asking you as a friend, please stop. And they could be subtle. And you are the person who needs to develop the skills to learn how to support yourself first and communicate well for yourself. Be the woman first. Look after yourself. Look after your stress, your heart, so that in future you can be the man where you are um, in the story, of course. Um, you are the person who is acting with kindness. You don't mind people doing that, but you're still communicating clearly so that the other person avoids getting upset. Simply put. Okay. Uh, I will put a link to uh, the various things that I've discussed here. A um, couple of the videos that I've got on uh, these different points as well, um, where I've watched them on YouTube, where people were... Um, calling like Jay Shetty out, for example, uh, very interesting. And yeah, just uh, just be mindful, you know, like just because someone's up on a stage talking about something doesn't mean that A, they've got the right advice for you or B, they actually know what you're talking about. I can, I can say from honest experience, as soon as there's a platform given, there's a lot of power given as well. And that kind of thing is one of these social skills within communities that we need to talk about, about who do we give a platform to? And almost this idea of who watches the watchman, who protects people from those on a pedestal? You know, we need to be careful about this kind of thing because there, there can be an issue of abuse that comes up as well. Okay, cool. Well, if you've got any disagreements or agreements, you've got any extra thoughts to add or anything else, uh, let me know, comment, okay? This is usually the point of the podcast where I'd be like, yes, you know, go leave me a five-star review um, if you're enjoying this, but I don't want to do that. Rather, like I said in the last one, here's what I want you to do. I want you to share this podcast with a friend or friends that you want to have a conversation on this topic about, okay? Use this as like a, a flag in the sand to be able to meet people at a point and discuss this topic and consume this environment, okay? So share this with a friend and meet up with this friend. You know, in, in times we are now in December 2020, COVID times, it's, it's more important than ever that we engage with people, that we come together and we, we really feel fulfilled in our relationships and we are looking after social, emotional health. So my advice, share this with a friend, you know, take your 20 minutes to listen to it together or alone come together, cup of coffee, cup of tea, uh, a meal, something like that on Zoom or in real life, whatever it takes, and have a discussion. What did you think? What did you think? Did you agree with me? Did you disagree with me? What are your comments? I'd love to hear any of the results that come out of your conversation. You know, please send them our way. Until next time, 
I'm Justin, and this has been Thought Architecture.